It's hot outside. Anybody know what's hot outside? Come on, somebody. I was hugging somebody coming through the door a while ago. They felt like a heat wave walking in the door. Just hot. Uh, today, we're going to be blessed to have uh, Michelle. She's part of our house. I don't normally introduce her, but, uh, but she's a part of our house. And I just want to say how thankful I am. Michelle oftentimes fills in for me when I'm out of town or I can't be here. Today, I was hoping not to be here, actually. I was hoping to be at the hospital. <coughs> I've never hoped to be at the hospital before, but uh, I was hoping to be there. My first grandbaby hadn't happened yet, uh, but uh, I'm so thankful for Michelle's heart and willingness. But most of all, I'm thankful for the anointing of God that rests upon her. And I want us to celebrate in our house that God's blessed us with people and uh, that, that can come and deliver the word of God and can minister to us and can do all these other things that we're doing around here. And so, Michelle, I want you to come. I love you. My lifelong friend, it feels like it anyway. I love this house. I love, oh, I just thankful that it's home and that we're family. And um, wow, just the presence of God in this place. And I get to follow that up. Wow. Um, you know, when you feel the presence of God like this, like we're feeling right now, anything is possible. Amen anything's possible and you know if you have not been filled with the holy spirit now's your chance you get in an atmosphere like this and you say god what are you speaking god fill me god move in this circumstance god what are you doing and you just wait and you listen and you let his presence just sweep over you whoa that was not in my notes but um yes you can't help but mention it and so um Today I'm speaking about supernatural ministry, and this summer it's so funny because um, I have kind of gotten hooked on the Avengers series, and um, and it's so hilarious like how stuff like that happens, like your kids are watching one of the movies, and then all of a sudden you're like totally engulfed in it, and I am, I'm a sucker for a good superhero movie, Batman, Spider-Man, um, the Lion King just came out. Oh my gosh, I'm a sucker. Um, and so I love superhero movies. And um, if you want to post, um, and so yeah, I got um, I got hooked on the Avengers series, and I have like made, and I don't know if you can see this from the back, but like I'm just kind of really super proud of myself because normally I can't endure something like this, but um, I've made so much useful time out of my summer this summer, and um, yeah, uh, Captain America, Captain Marvel, Iron Man, um, and so, and have you ever noticed like how awesome it is when you ask your kids like what their favorite superhero movie is, and, um, and there's identification in that. Like, there's an identifying, I have one that he is Spider-Man, and he really is, like, he is such the compassionate kid. And then I have one that he's like, I am totally Iron Man, and yes, um, he really is. Like, he is uh, a little narcissistic, and we're working on that, and we're growing. Um, yes, and um, he will taketh by force the enemy camp, and, um, but yeah, and so, yes, I've, I've been a sucker, and so thankfully with Barry in town, um, we were just hanging out at the house, and I got to finish up and go see Endgame, thank God it was still out, I got to go see Endgame this week, and, um, you know, because I think, and you can take it down, I think the whole thing, though, about a good superhero movie is as I'm sitting there watching it, I'm like, Oh my gosh, Lord, this shows me who I was created to be. It just stirs something up in me that I'm like, God, you have created me for more. God, you meant for me to go into the dark places and annihilate evil. Like that's who you've created me to be and it stirs me. And every time I watch it, I'm just stirred by just who I am, the huge price that he paid so that we can live this supernatural lifestyle and bring heaven to earth. 
that's who you and I were created to be. You see, we weren't meant to be people who sit on a pew and wait for heaven so we can die and just go to heaven. We were meant to be a supernatural people who actually sit in heavenly realms and bring heaven to earth. And I think the superhero movies just remind me of who I am. Remind me that I can defeat darkness. And so we're going to go to Mark chapter 16, but I want to set up the scenario first before we do. Because you see, Jesus had already died. He was already resurrected. He then had Mary Magdalene that came to the tomb. He walked on the road to Emmaus. You know the Emmaus road where they don't know that it's Jesus walking with them. And they're like, oh my gosh, we should have known it was him. Our hearts were burning. And we didn't even know. And I think that's so many, and this is just a side point, I think that's so many of us here that sometimes we're walking this road and all of a sudden he shows up so big and you're like, you were walking with me all along, Jesus. Wow, you've opened my eyes to see that you were walking with me. All along, through the heartache, through the pain, through the suffering, through the goods, through the bads, you were walking with me the entire time. And now we are set up for Mark chapter 16, where then he says, he's with the disciples, and they're having a meal together. And he says, and he says to them, post-resurrection, he says to them, this is your assignment. You, as you go into all the world, preach openly the wonderful news of the gospel to the entire human race. Whoever believes the good news and is baptized will be saved. Whoever does not believe the good news will be condemned. And these miracle signs will accompany those who believe. You see, because the normal Christian lifestyle is with signs following. He says, those who believe they will drive out demons in my name. They will speak in tongues. They will be supernaturally protected from snakes and from drinking anything poisonous. And they will lay hands on the sick. And will heal them. This is our assignment. Preach the good news. Baptize them. And signs following. Because then you see we go to 1 Corinthians 4.20. And it says, for the kingdom realm of God comes with power. Not simply impressive words. Our assignment is for signs following. And you see, he gives us power so we can deal with the works of the enemy. Not so that we can wait on the pew to go to heaven, but to bring heaven to earth now. The here and the now. And come against the enemy's agenda of kill, steal, and destroy. Say, he's talking to me. It's my assignment. It's my assignment. During the awakening services in um, 2012, we had some awakening service. What, 2012, 2013? 13. And um, we had awakening services, and all the food was at my house. Like, We did, after the services, all the ministers came to the house. We had, like, a huge crawfish bowl at the house. And um, I was in a car accident, I guess, in um, 1990, um, 1991, something like that. um, But it was an old injury. 
that my back just can't keep up sometimes, especially if certain motions and I just can't keep up. And so after all the food prep, after lots of entertainment at my house, by the Sunday night service, I remember I'm sitting on the pew and, um, and I literally, the presence of God is so thick and my, I'm trying to raise my hands and I can't raise my hands because my back is hurting so terribly bad. And, um, and so we were in altar ministry and Jonathan Suber is there and, um, and I'm like, my, I am in so much pain. I mean, it, it was ridiculous. And so he was like, you know, he, he just kind of did his thing. He prayed for me. And all of a sudden, from one second to the next, like the pain was there, could not lift my arms. Pain is so bad to literally it was gone in an instant. No lightning flashes, no heat no cooling, no anything. Usually you might have sensations, but it was literally there a second, gone a second. In that moment, I'm like, God was so good to me. God was so real. See, it's the goodness and the kindness of God that drives us. It's his goodness that drives us. And in that moment, I'm like, I want to see this for the rest of my life. And it catapulted me from there, it catapulted me in to prayer ministry that we have now. Because you see, when you're on prayer ministry, you get a first row glimpse of God moving. You get to see the aha moment that somebody has when you speak the word that God's speaking over them. You may have a prophetic word that God speaks over them, and you get to be a part of the miracle. See, you get to be a part by just saying yes. You get the peace that comes over their face when they see things differently. You get to see, be a part of the miracle, the healings. And it is so much fun. It is so much fun. I delight. I, had, I was at the, the salon across the street, and I said, um, and there's a guy who he just starts opening up, and he's like um, talking about this amazing injury that he has. I mean, it, it's just it baffled your mind. He got hurt so badly, and the, the ramifications from that. And I was like, I can offer no answers, but I can offer you Jesus. I said, do you mind if I pray for you? And I prayed for him. And, he, and I was like, do something you couldn't do before. And so he stands up, and um, he's like, that used to take me five minutes. And I didn't see the instantaneous miracle like I had with my back. But he met Jesus. He met the love of God. Because I said yes to God in that moment when I can't, I, I, I have no ibuprofen to give you. I have no painkillers, but I have something so much better. And his name is Jesus. And he paid a huge price for you to be healed. He must have thanked me five times for praying for him. You see, because more importantly than the healing is the experience of the love of God. And even if, and we'll talk about this in a second, but even if they're not healed, they still experience the love of God and you've done everything you need to do. That's all he requires from us is just to be the yes person. Yes, I will pray for the sick. Yes, Jesus, where do you want to go today? Who do you want to heal today? So, and as much as, like, if I wrote, like, it's interesting because, you know, like, if I wrote a superhero movie, I would be the first just to annihilate evil. That's how I would write it. But I sit there, and I'm like, like, at the end of um, Affinity's, um, Infinity War, and I'm sitting there, and 
Tim's trying to ask me questions, and I'm like, I'm just wondering how in the world they are going to defeat Thanos now. Like, and, and so, and it's so, if you've watched them, you know what I'm talking about. But I'm like, why don't they just annihilate evil, you know? And that's, I mean, how I would do. But I think what's so impressive about a superhero movie is that as much as they're defeated, they're like, we're going to regroup and we're going to rise up again. And you, it's like it's time and time again you can see this rhythm. And it's like, and as, as a person of God, as a daughter of God, I regroup. And I, I get at the feet of Jesus. You see, we have no doctrine for what to do when prayers aren't answered. The only time that's even a scenario is the, is the son and he is demon-possessed, and the disciples try to cast out the spirit in him, and they can't do it. Remember that whole scenario, and Jesus comes and does it, and casts out the demon. Well, then it's interesting because it says some things only come out by what? Prayer and fasting, prayer and fasting. But the whole scenario to that, is when we have an unanswered prayer, they took Jesus aside and they said, Jesus, why wasn't this prayer answered? And he's like, well, the breakthrough in this scenario comes by prayer and fasting. See, the, the, that's not always the scenario for every time you have a demon-possessed person is that I need to pray and fast. Instead, our formula is to get Jesus aside and say, Jesus, what's the breakthrough in this area? How do we need to see breakthrough in this area? And he is so faithful to tell us. He's so faithful. And I've even talked about that. Sometimes the breakthrough comes when two or three are gathered. Sometimes the breakthrough does come through fasting. Sometimes the breakthrough might come through a prophetic act that he tells you, well, like, show me something you couldn't do before. And it gives them just enough faith to do something they couldn't do before to then step into their miracle. But the whole scenario is we take Jesus aside. It's not a formula. The only formula you have is to take him aside and ask him what the block was to healing. Even Jesus prayed twice for a man. Did you ever see that in scripture? The blind man. The first time he prays for him, he's like, well, I see people, there's trees. And so Jesus prays for him again. Just because it doesn't happen the first time doesn't mean that he's not coming. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again until you see the breakthrough. And then you ask him, you say, like, how much healed are you? What percentage are you healed? And if it's even 10%, you give thanks to God. And you just keep going for it, and you keep going for it, because this is our assignment. Our assignment is to preach the good news, baptize with signs following in power, not just in word. He created us for the impossible. So one day I was in the prayer room, and, um, and I was not getting breakthrough. It was one of those days where it was just like, God, where are you? I felt like prayers were going up against a brick wall, and I'm like, God, where are you? And, um, and I hear him say, um, go see Captain Marvel. It's like, your breakthrough's not happening in here. Go see Captain Marvel. And so I went, and I looked it up, and it's like in 15, 20 minutes, and I was like, great, like, let me go see Captain Marvel. And the whole time I'm sitting there like, okay, what are you doing, God, you know? And, um, and all of a sudden, we get to this scene in the movie, and they know her powers. She's on a, on a planet. They know how incredibly powerful she is. And... So they put something in her to weaken her powers so that she doesn't have full power. 
And all of a sudden, she, in the, at the end of the movie, she, she reaches behind her neck and she pulls it out. And she's like, I will no longer be controlled by what you want to control. And, um, and at that moment, the Lord spoke to me and he was like, there's things that weaken you. There's things that weaken you. See, our belief system can weaken us. Lies can weaken us. The enemy can come in and make us think that we weren't created for the impossible. He can make us think things that then we're not. It's basically your, your power is then harnessed. Because you have believed a lie. Maybe you've believed a lie that not all people get healed, or he doesn't want all people to be healed. Or maybe you believe the lie that God gave them the sickness. That's a tough one. That's a really bad lie. That when we believe that God came to, to make us sick, and you hear people say stuff like this. You hear people say, well, God gave me cancer just so I can find this out. No, God used it for your good. Because he can turn any scenario around. He can turn anything that the enemy throws at you. As long as you give it to him, he will turn it for good. You see, he created us for the impossible. And impossibilities must bow to his name. But it takes getting alone with him. It takes getting alone with him in the secret place. Because in the secret place, he shows you what, who you are. He shows you who you were created to be. He shows you your identity in the secret place. And out of identity, everything flows. Everything flows. Have you ever read the scripture in Matthew where it talks about, like, I never knew you, and it scared, like, the bejeebies out of you? If we can put, pull that up on the screen. Um, Matthew 7, verse 21. And um, it is interesting. I'll read it, and then we'll talk about it. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the realm of heaven's kingdom. It's only those who persist in doing the will of my heavenly Father. On the day of judgment, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, don't you remember us? Didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we cast out demons and do many miracles for the sake of your name? But I will have to say to them, go away from me, you lawless rebels. I've never been joined to you. Ugh. Have you ever read that and been like, that scares the bejeebies out of me. You never knew me. See, because the thing is, everything comes out of that intimate place. Everything that we do flows out of that intimate, secret place with God. But you know, the thing is, they did all these miraculous works without the intimate place. And they worked. Because they knew the power that his name offers. They knew the price that he had paid. They just didn't know him. They just didn't know him. So how much more shall the sons and the daughters of God do for him? Out of that place of intimacy and out of that place of love, love goes anywhere. Love will go to the ends of the earth. How much more shall we do? Because we have that intimate place with God. You see, because if it's not out of an intimate place, it becomes performance. We work for love, not from love. But his scenario is like work from love because the love you like, have you ever seen people go to the nth degree? Like they're like in love with their, with their future spouse and they're halfway across the world and they're flying. I mean, if you've ever watched like 19 kids and counting, she flew like to like 
the worst place in India to meet her husband. You know, like, that's what love does. You will go anywhere. You will go to the worst case scenarios on planet Earth for love. But it comes out of that secret place. It comes out of that place where, God, what are you speaking over me? Like, you and him just alone in the closet and just like, what are you saying over me? Who am I? Rest in his performance for you instead of trying to perform for him. You see, he performed it all. He already did everything he needed to do for signs and wonders to take place. He already took the beating, 39 stripes on his back, just so that we can be healed and whole. He took the crown of thorns upon his head. He took the punishment of sin and death on the cross. He did it all. So his performance stands alone by itself. You don't need to perform for him. He already did it all. He did it all. God has given man not only the authority, but also the responsibility to influence events in the earth for his glory. I have a short clip of video um, I want to show you guys. And um, this is Spider-Man's why. Like, it's interesting because this is the first time in Civil War that he meets with... um, with Tony Stark, um, Iron Man, and this is the scenario that happens when Iron Man um, tells him, like asks him the question of, what's your why? And so you can go ahead and play it.
See, we have a huge responsibility. Let me turn it off. We have a huge responsibility as the church to bring the kingdom of God to heaven. And I remember when Steve Scalise was shot, and um, it was, I guess, maybe like um, we, were, we were meeting right after that, like from maybe Monday night prayer, I think it was Monday night prayer, and it was just all of a sudden this tenacity came over me, and I was like, no senator dies on my watch. You see, because the church can come very complacent with it's good enough. It's good enough. Like things are, are the status quo, but that's not who he has created us to be. He has created us with supernatural powers that we are supposed to display And we as the church are supposed to rise up and say, not on my watch. Oh, no, 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 no. No senator dies on my watch. No president dies on my watch. No kids go to hell on my watch. The dead should be raised. The sick shall be healed on my watch. Because he's given us authority, and we are supposed to take that authority. And you see, the kingdom of God comes with boldness. Like when you are bold, the kingdom of heaven has to show up. And he's placed some of us, and this isn't even in my notes, but he has placed some of us in places of influence. Where it might just be covert ministry. You might just be like, but know that he has placed you there for a reason. You may be a teacher, and he's like, oh, no, 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 no. But the leaven leavens the whole dough. And maybe he's put you in overt ministry. We're supposed to do both. You see, like there, there's these the seven mountains. Have you heard the seven mountains where it's like education and science and technology and government? All these are supposed to be influenced by the kingdom of God through you, through me, through us as the church. It's who he has created us to be. Because every time that you're in a scenario and you're like, I'm speaking hope over this. There might not be peace in this situation, but I am speaking peace over this situation. Every time you do that, you're in covert ministry and you're leavening the whole dough. Because the one with the most hope in the room has the most influence. So you bring the hope. You are the hope dealer. The church is the hope dealer. And as this thing gets darker, we are shining brighter and brighter and brighter. We are a city on a hill. We cannot be hidden. He did not mean for you to ever be hidden. You are supposed to shine so bright. And your brightness is hope. Your brightness is healing. Your brightness is peace. That's who you are. It's who you were created to be. And he has assigned us to do it. Say, he's assigned me to do it. I just want to give this one scenario. Um, So we have Care the Love comes through every year and does... um, ministry on the college campus they bring the love of God to the campus and we partner with other ministries on campus and um, they travel throughout the United States because they're on a mission to see God come to every college university in America and worldwide they're actually they're international and um, and the couple that come here to Hammond um, is Derek and Chloe well Chloe's dad and mom are actually over carry the love And um, Chloe's mom has, and some of you, if you've been to any of the Carry the Love stuff, you've seen them. 
Chloe's mom has suffered for 30 years with Lyme's disease. And it's so bad that literally, like, she could not get off of the sofa and or off of the, she, she had a recliner chair that she couldn't get out of. And, but once again, God will use any situation. He did not put Lyme's disease on her, but he will use it for the glory of God. And she just became this powerhouse intercessor that actually has spoken into Lou Engle's life. And she, they, they have been unbelievably influential covertly. And um, even though she's, she's on the recliner. Well, they were a huge part of the send in, um, in Orlando that happened. Um, I guess that was, I don't know, September? Was that September maybe? No, 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 no. That was this year. It was um, right after they came. And so we, I talked to her. They came, I think it was like in February, and then the sin was maybe in March. And, um, and I talked to her, and she's like, she has had so many prophetic words spoken over her that she is going to be healed, but we have not seen it yet. It's been 30 years. And, um, and so she's at the sin. She and her husband, they had to get all these shots and just to have an enough immune system to even make it across the country to fly over there um, for the send. And, um, and it's the last, like, song of the night at the send. And they're like, you know what? We would be doing a disservice. All these incredible people are here, and we'd be doing a disservice if we don't go ask Bill Johnson to pray over Chloe's mom. So they walk over there, and they say, Could, she's had it for 30 years, could you please pray? And all he says, Bill Johnson prays over her, and all he says is, God is bigger than Lyme's disease. That's the only prayer that he has. And immediately, she is immediately healed. God healed her from the top of her head to the sole of her feet, literally restoring every nerve in her body. And you see, like, we have to keep this tenacity. We have a responsibility to keep this tenacity. Like, we might have not seen the breakthrough yet, but I promise you it's coming because my God is bigger. My God is bigger than any scenario that you can come up with. My God is bigger than mental disease. My God is bigger than cancer. My God is bigger than pneumonia. My God is bigger. You see, because we have to keep this tenacity and say, but I know that I know that he's bigger and he paid the price already. It's our responsibility. It's our responsibility to keep going for it, to keep going for breakthroughs, to keep praying, to keep laying on of hands. It's our responsibility So as the ministry team, we go through core values, and I guess worship team, if y'all want to go ahead and come. Um, we go through core values, and it's really just to, um, to remind us, like, who we are. When we go to pray for somebody, this is a reminder of who we are and who the person in front of us is. And so it says, number one, it's always God's will to heal as demonstrated of the life of Jesus. Jesus never walked up to somebody and said, no, I'm not going to heal you. Jesus' life always proved that he healed everybody he came in contact with if they wanted healing. God is always good, and he's in a good mood. Ha! Huh. He's in a good mood. It's his pleasure to heal people. God's presence is our atmosphere for ministry. Holy Spirit, come. Just Holy Spirit, come into this scenario right now, God. I can't do this without you. Holy Spirit, just come. We focus on the answer, not the problem. People will get you so wrapped up in what the problem is we don't really care what the problem is because we have the solution and his name is Jesus. We care because we can have compassion, but we don't care because it's not part of the solution. 
In God's presence is fullness of joy. Joy's always comes in the aftermath. You'll see the joy on their face when God shows up big. Nothing is impossible. The answer, Jesus, is always bigger than the problem. Jesus' blood paid for everything. It's impossible to pray and nothing happen. To say that to yourself, it's impossible for me to pray and nothing happen. It's impossible for me to pray and nothing happen. Even if it's the love of God comes into the room, even if they feel the peace of God that they haven't felt in a very long time, it's impossible for me to pray and something not happen. It's all about Jesus and the finished work of the cross. We pray from heaven to earth as sons and daughters. Ministry operates from personal intimacy with God. There is no formula. So take risks. Stay hungry for more breakthrough. Always honor people with love and respect. And have fun. This is so fun. There is no more fun on planet Earth than to see somebody healed. There's no more fun. That's it. Like, this is it. Like, this is better than Disney World any day of the week. To see God come in an impossible situation and he breaks through. See, we owe the world an experience with him. We owe the world an experience with him. And I keep feeling this in the room I really feel like we're supposed to declare over the mountains. If I can even remember the seven mountains, maybe you guys can help. Um, First, we're going to start with education. If you are an educator or you are in school, I want you to stand up. Any, Any realm of education, I want you to stand up. I want you to hold your hands out, and this is you saying yes to him. Father God, I just declare, God, over the educational system, God, that you have created them, God, for greatness. You have created them, God, so that they can covertly, God, and maybe sometimes it's overtly, God, but bring the kingdom of God to earth, God, through the educational system, Lord. God, we speak for creatives, God, to come in, God, and show ways to educate God better and more effectively, God. We ask for godly curriculums, God, to make their way and infiltrate the system, Lord. May this kingdom bow, God. May the educational mountain bow to your name, Jesus. And it's through your people, God. It is through your people. They are saying yes to being responsible, God. Through them in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Okay, if you are in business, entrepreneur, you are in sales, whatever that is, I want you to stand. Business owners, Yeah, 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 yeah. So, God, I just ask right now, God, every poverty mentality to be broken off, God. Money was always, like you you say, I mean, we have to have money to buy things. We have to have money to forward the kingdom, God. So I ask right now, Lord, for, for every business owner, God, for every entrepreneur, God, for every person who, who is managing their business life, God, I'm asking right now, God, for you to pour out finances over them right now, Lord, in Jesus' name. Those, God, who have said yes to the kingdom, God, that to further the gospel of Jesus Christ, that you are pouring it out now, God. Give them creative solutions, God. We need creative solutions to problems, God. I'm even asking, God, for a generation to rise up like like George Washington Carver, God, that has like these incredible solutions to problems, God. Through the peanut. Oh my gosh. Lord, you can do it through anything, God. 
Give dreams and visions, God, to business owners and entrepreneurs now, God. In Jesus' name, God. Godly businesses, Lord. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Okay, if you are in arts and entertainment or wish to be in arts and entertainment, I want you to stand. If you're creative, I think I really feel God is moving on this mountain right now hugely. He is moving through arts. He is moving through the creatives. He is moving through songwriters. He is moving in this industry. Is that it? Is that all we have? If you want to be a creative, stand up. If you want more creativity in your life, stand up. Yeah. See, he's the creator. We should have creative ideas. And he didn't miss a thing. Ha. So, Father God, right now, God, I just declare, God, that this mountain, you're infiltrating, you're sending missionaries, God, even to this industry, God. Arts and entertainment, God, must bow. You are reconciling arts and entertainment to yourself right now, God, in Jesus' name. Father, you are pouring out creative thoughts and creative visions, God. You're even books, God. You are, you are showing us, God, ways to write books that people get it, God. That they understand the kingdom of God. They understand that their works, God, are prophesying over the world. Asking for more creativity, God. Those who want more creativity, I'm asking that you give it now, God, in Jesus' name. Creative, creative, because you're the creator, God. You can do it, God, in Jesus' name. You're influencing the arts and entertainment now, God. We say thank you, God. You're you're influencing the dance, God. It's all being reconciled to you, Jesus. For you and by you, God. In Jesus' name. Government. Anybody in government or want to be in government or want to or have an ear to those in government? I want you to stand. This is another place. It's like the Joseph anointing. You don't have to be the one in charge. You see, he was a father to Pharaoh. He can give you an ear of influence. So right now, God, in this mountain, God, of of government, Lord, I'm just asking, God, that you're just sending people now, Lord, in Jesus' name, God, that have influential, God, that they're influencing the influential now, God, in Jesus' name, Lord, that you, God, have their opening, their ear, God, to hear what the kingdom of God has to say, that they know that the solutions come from you, God, and only you. I'm asking for wisdom, God, to be poured out, God, over every governmental official now, God. Let let the blinders be taken off of their eyes so that they can see you clearly, God. And you're sending people, you're sending people now in Jesus' name. Joseph anointing, God, is being poured out now, God, over government now in Jesus' name. Okay, family. Okay, so we oh religion. Let's do because then we'll all just stand for family. I don't even know religion. So yeah, let's just all stand because it's we can do those two together, family and religion together. So if you say yes to him, like, God, you can use me for miracle signs and wonders. I just want you to put your hands out. Use me, God. 
Use me for miracle signs and wonders, God. Let the church rise up and be the church, God. Each and every one of us is the church, God, that you have created, God, to influence the world, God. You have created it, and you have made it our responsibility, God, to influence the world and bring heaven to earth, God. So we say yes to that tonight, God. Yes to that now, God, in Jesus' name, for the church to arise and be the bride that she was created to be, that she adorns herself as the bride, God, and she has made herself ready, God. God, I just ask that you pour it out, God, that you pour it out, God, miracle signs and wonders to flow from your people, God, right now, Lord, in Jesus' name, and as they step out boldly, God, as they step out boldly, God, that you come in, God, and make up the difference, Lord. Mm. We say yes to being the church, God. We say yes to being the church, God. God, I just ask, God, for every family, God, in this place. We are a family, God. This house is a family, God. Help us, God, to be a better family, Lord. I was reading in Acts, and it says there wasn't one selfish among us. God, drive out selfishness in the church, God. Drive out selfishness in families, God. I'm asking you now, God that they see the collective God and not the individual God. But Lord, that, that we become that just so interwoven together in one another's lives, Lord. Help us to be better family, God. God, I pray for the men, God. I pray for husbands right now, God, in Jesus' name, to be the leaders that you have created them to be, God. I ask for dads, God, who just know how to love well, God. I ask for wives, God, who know how to honor, God, their kids, God, and honor their family and their husbands, God. Just know this one thing, God, we can't do it without you. God, we can't do it without you. So we're asking for your help right now, God. In Jesus' name, God. Pour it out, God. Pour out wisdom and revelation, God. Pour out knowledge, God, and understanding, Lord. signs following in the family, God, that even as children, God, that they rise up and know the responsibility, God, and how incredibly powerful they are, Lord. Even our kids, God, they have been made to be powerful, God. Let us see and discern the power that's upon them, God. Help us, God. Give us revelation that only you can give, God. We're just asking for it now, God.